welcome. Uh, good afternoon, ladies. I had to look outside to see if it was afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, episode 35 of the Pillar Talk. This episode is brought to you by Joshy Boy Edit, JBE. Uh, check him out if you guys want to get your, your life captured. Check check him out at uh, joshyboyedit.com or you can see his Instagram at joshyboyedit. For weddings and, and for weddings, music, music videos. videos, everything. Get your life captured by JBE. Um, I'm sitting here for episode 35 with Benjamin Boone, a pro wrestler. Tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, Ben. All right. Well, first and foremost, thank you very much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming. Ab- thanks for coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, been a professional wrestler since April of 2007, so I'll be Damn. coming up on 14 years, uh, if my math is correct, 14 years in the business, um, trained or- originally by JT Lightning, uh, journeyman wrestler all throughout uh, the Midwest and NXT's Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, man. And then uh, a little bit later on, uh, got a, a little bit uh, fine-tuned by Tyson Dukes and uh, Scott DeMore at the Can-Am Wrestling School. Um, I'm a staple around the Midwest, uh, the East Coast, and Canada quite a bit. I mean, you and I, all of us were, were talking a little bit about that off, yeah. off camera before we rolled. But, I mean, uh, quite familiar You're with... You're an international uh, re- wrestler. I mean, <laughs> international right. than North North uh, North America, and, uh, <laughs> right? You know, and uh, I I was uh, looking to go towards uh, Europe for my first ever UK tour right before things locked down. So oh. you know, hopefully, when everything when when COVID's done and over with, you know, I'll be able to go back over. You know, so not go back, will go over. So I think um, you're the I think you're the the, the UK's watching, by the way. Oh yeah, they are right now. All right, Craig from the we UK. Craig Hello, the, Craig yeah. from the UK. Yeah, looking forward to come to coming over there. Oh yeah, bro, we got the bachelor. I love, I love your character. I love it. It is, it is gorgeous. I, I wanted the rose when you came out to the <laughs> ring, and I was like, I'm not gonna make him give me a rose, dude. <laughs> well, well, hold on, hold on. I mean, uh, you know, the bachelor doesn't discriminate. If you, if, if you want a rose, I mean, I'd be glad to give it right, to you. So right. you have to be worthy first and foremost. Right. So <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that that is a good one. I, it's so, dude, tell me how long you like. When did you start in the getting into wrestling? So it was. It's been about 14 years since I've gotten a um, since I've been a professional wrestler, but uh, been doing the bachelor character for coming on three years now. Okay, um, you know, the, at the start of my career, I was uh, Big Bear Benjamin Boone. Uh, it was a character that was it was actually <laughs> started as more of a, a joke than anything else. Uh, Josh Prohibition, um, he, he's he's a respected uh, individual out in Cleveland. Um, him and M Dog Twenty. You know, we're we're in the like the backyard wrestling, right. you know, video games, all that stuff. Like it was a conversation between him and Johnny Gargano, because uh, of the way that I moved and everything. I was, you know, a little bit over the top, a little cartoony, and he said, like, "What if he wore like a bear costume? You know, he would be Big Bear Benjamin Boone. I think that would be hilarious. You know, it, it, it rolls you off know? the tongue, it, right? Oh yeah, you know. absolutely. You know, I mean, instead of me wearing a bear costume, I mean, I I was more of like a brawler, like I. I angled myself more like a like a rhino stone cold steve austin right. those are two of my influences coming into the business um and made it my own but then once that ran its course um i was just 
in, in, a, in a rut of my career where I needed to do something else, but I wasn't sure you to find something else. what to do exactly. Yeah, and uh, there were actually auditions for The Bachelor in Detroit and, and Cleveland, and I went to those just thinking, you yes. know what, why not? You know, I'm, I'm a single guy. I'm I'm a pro wrestler. I need to do something. So right, I'll get go. your name out there. You know, and uh, it, and and I'll actually tell you that I was one of only a few men there. I mean, it was like ninety nine percent women because I mean it's it's predominantly a female show. Um, right. But you know, I I got a chance to speak to the producers and tell them a little bit about myself and my background. You know, um, and ultimately, you know, nothing ever happened. But I mean, it was it was still a fun experience. Right. And then speaking to to my peers about it, uh, one of them, Gregory Iron, he he gave me the idea to become the Bachelor. Yeah. And it was it was it was like a, a light bulb moment where I thought, yes, let's let's do that. Yeah. Um, and it all fell into place too, like the, the gear that you that you saw me yeah. perform, like that, the single strap, cool, the, the yeah. tuxedo. Th- you know, I, I got that coming out all prissy and stuff. <laughs> I like that yeah. exactly. You know, and and having the rose and having, you know, the match and spots revolved around the rose. I mean, everything fell into place. So I mean, it, th- those auditions really, you know, were, were a blessing to to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. That dude. That's cool. That it's cool that you tried that too. I, I would have never thought I'm gonna try that shit now, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, so when did you start? When did you like? When did you fall in love with wrestling? Like, so my earliest memory of professional wrestling, um, I watched with my my dad and my brother when I was like two or three. You know, watching Saturday Night's main yeah. event. You know, in, in the heyday of the Mega Powers. Um, I I remembered when I was really young, really liking Randy Savage. Um, oh yeah. You know, and for Christmas one year, I got oh careful of your water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, um, He's so, I, so excited. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I got a, a Macho Man uh, wrestling buddy that I still have to this day that my aunt got me for Christmas, and then like as I mean, because I watched what my older brother watched, you know, right, very yeah. much what he did, and then like when he fell out of wrestling, I did, and it wasn't until. Right after WrestleMania 14, so 1998, uh, flipping through the channels, I came across Superstars, and there was a highlight of you know Stone Cold in his in his feud with Dude Love, and then okay. the Kane Undertaker feud that was going on at the time. I saw those; those are my my three that I thought like this is this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I I have to fi- I have to find this. I have to watch more wrestling, and yeah. so I was hooked ever since. Um, and th- and that's. I, I would identify like Stone Cold, Kane, Undertaker. Those are my big three. Those are the, those are the three that gravitated me towards wrestling and made me stay. Made you want to go and, and figure it out. You know, like it, it caught my attention, my fandom. But it wasn't until WrestleMania 17, The Rock and Stone Cold, that their title match. That's where the thought first came. I want to do this. So I was a freshman in high school at that time, and. For a few years, you know, was looking for schools and wasn't really sure of what to do. But then it it fell into place uh, my sophomore year of college. Um, my friend Christian, he would host pay-per-views at his apartment. He would always cook up a, a hamburger helper, you know, for, for anyone that came by. And he had a friend that came by. His name was Eric. Um, he wrestled at, at the time as Hobo Joe. We happened to share the same uh, psychology le- lecture class. Uh, he was telling me that he was training at Cleveland All-Pro Wrestling, so he would drive from Bowling Green to Cleveland twice a week 
to go train and, you know, get some matches yeah. in and all that. So he gave me the invitation to come with him. And, I mean, th- th- being a, a, a lifelong wrestling fan, I thought, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. This yeah. is, you know, this is the sign. If <laughs> You know, th- this is staring me right in the face. Right. So I went with him. It was late August of 2006 that I went with him and did the tryout, which just consisted of, you know, taking bumps, my attempt at bumps, mm-hmm. you know, because <laughs> and any anyone that's ever been in, in the business, you know, your first bumps are always terrible and they hurt the worst because your body's not conditioned to fall down for a living. It's just yeah. not. And then running the ropes, because I remember thinking, running the ropes, oh, this is going to be so easy. You know, I mean, I, I, I've, I've done this it. in my mind many times. Yeah. I've done this in my mind. You know, <laughs> how hard is it to run three times? And then just bounce off the rope and just keep going. Yeah, buddy, I was wrong. So <laughs> oh, really? It don't spring you like you think. Well, it does, but I mean, it's a different type of cardio. Where I mean, oh. it's it's explosive. You you Exploding start explosive, slow. Stop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's explosive. Stop. Explosive. Stop. You know, that that kills you. You know, after yeah, a while. Oh, yeah. That very shortly, if you're not conditioned, I'd to do probably that. do it four times and be on the you ground. You might do it twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and and you could find out. You know, if you go to Skull and Bones uh, Wrestling School. So I mean, is that, do, do, are you there? Yep. Yep. I'm I'm, I'm uh, one of the coaches. You know, um, you know Trey Miguel of of formerly of Impact yep. and uh, CK3 Crimson. However, you know them. They're they're the head trainers there. Uh, then like myself, uh, Dickie Bronson and Brian Castle are the other uh, coaches yep. to we fill have in. Brian Castle on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yep. telling me about that. Yep. So you know we we fill in the gaps whenever we're available. But yeah, you know. It's, oh, it's just you. you I mean, you need him too. Cool. Like the, the, that that is good. That's, so you had somebody on it. You got somebody. He was on Impact. Yeah, he was on. Trey Miguel was on Impact. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 You know him uh, and the just Rascals. Up until yep. just recently, actually, yep. like within a week or two, right? Yes. Yep. Oh, really? You know, and and, and where and wherever he goes next, you know, I think that you know uh, he's he's gonna he, he's gonna shine. Yeah, you know, I like I, I mean, I've I've known him since he started, and you know where where he started, where he's been, what he's gone through. I mean, he's he's more than deserving. So I'm I'm excited to see where Trey goes next. Oh, that's cool, dude. You guys' camp is full of good people. I like I like you guys' whole your whole gym. Mm-hmm. I seen I shit. I'm pretty much pretty much to every that, one of you at that show. We saw you at. Yes. Um, they were pretty much all there, almost all of them. I know they were all weren't that, but yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like the the skull and bone mm-hmm. students and everything yeah. were 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 there at the the IWR show that you that you guys oh, yeah. went to and the and boatyard. Yep, boat yep, yard. exactly. Val the boatyard. Um, <clears throat> but you know, like other other students too, like you know, natural Sam Beal, who you just had on yesterday, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's you know he's he's representing Skull and Bones. You know, Eli Shelton, Jason Page, Big Facts, uh, and then like many other. Upcoming students too that are, are going to be big, you know. You got, you got some prodigies in there. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, and we're very excited. I mean, from somebody that had to travel to Cleveland to train how to wrestle, and then Crimson CK3 himself initially did train in Toledo for a little bit, but he went across the border to train. You know, like it's 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 great to have a, a solid school here in town. You know, right. and and. Like other talents, such as the Motor City Machine Guns, you know, they're vouching for the school. Um, Scott Demore, you know, um, you know, he, he's, he's one of the, you know, one of the main people for Impact Wrestling. Like he stopped by to 
to check things out. So, I mean, oh, really? it's already getting noticed. That's what's up. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. When did uh, Skull and Bones start? Uh, last September. Oh, really? Last September. Yep. Okay. So we Yeah, so we just passed the, the, the year anniversary for that, it. So that's the, do, do all you guys go to, well, I mean, without COVID, do you guys all go to Canada? Or, like, let us know about how, how's wrestling in Canada. Yeah, I mean, in Canada, is, especially Ontario, I mean, it has a huge wrestling scene, and there and there are a lot of great talents. You know, like like myself, you know, that's where I I, I was refined. Was there was in Windsor, you know, under okay. Tyson Dukes, you know, Scott Demore, John Bowen, those guys. Um, so I mean, I know Canada very well, but I mean, I've wrestled there a, a, a lot there. You know, um, a lot of fair shows that I've done, right? Uh, and, and learning from guys like Cody Deaner, who's a part of Impact Wrestling, um, was a great help. Um, in Toronto, I mean, Toronto is a huge scene as well. That's that's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite cities, and it's also one of my favorite towns to wrestle in as well oh really um, oh yeah i mean if, if you ever get a chance to go up to toronto i mean just to check out the city itself it's great but i mean there's great I've talent. wanted to yeah you know um and and they have a great scene up there a lot of young talents like alexa nicole you know uh, mark wheeler you know those those people and and so many more um that that will be up and coming and you know a little bit north of that you know the north from impact wrestling ethan page at the uh, wall yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know josh alexander i mean they're they they represent canada as well so and i would say one of the best teams in the business right now so oh really yeah how, how uh how many shows do you think you've done oh, man um i have a book at home um i know that like i'm coming off I think about a thousand matches, just like, Ooh, just about. I love that. But I mean, I've done more shows where I haven't wrestled, where I've managed or done run-ins. You definitely, you like definitely the most experienced the we talked to. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You, oh no doubt. You're the most experienced we talked to I for think, sure. Uh, I was watching YouTube and I saw from ten years ago. It you were wrestling. Uh, who was who was the guy that we had on here? He's a. Uh, it, it, the huggable wrestler all of a sudden Brian Castle yeah, Brian yeah Castle, exactly like, brain farted oh yeah I, I've probably had the most matches from 10 years him. ago you guys were you wrestled like, Tricky Mickey Mavis too <laughs> Tricky Mickey Mavis yeah sure, we had yeah. him on here yeah. okay yeah 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 Brian Castle I think we, we've had the most matches together okay you know period like, he's knowledgeable as fuck about wrestling oh absolutely you know um, and, and he's a great coach at Skull and Bones you yeah. know I mean like cause he he, he did um, amateur wrestling for a while so I mean he he's brought a lot of that to uh, the school as well I mean like yes you know he is the world's most huggable wrestler but I mean he he, he can throw down man mm-hmm. you know yeah. oh yeah he's not he's there for a reason right absolutely yeah. absolutely I mean and he's and he's one of my better friends too in the business you know I mean for a while man like we were uh, we, we were like you know like, like road married, you know. I yeah. mean, that's a that's yeah. a thing, you know. Like, I mean, first it was Hobo Joe, then Brian Castle, and then like learning from Ryan. It's like a band, you know? yeah. It's like Hell traveling. yeah! Yeah, you're on the you're on you. Uh, why? What? What's your motivation to go to the like the United Kingdom? To um, I mean, it's something I've never done. So, and it's it's something to you know, hopefully. Be- get- Get you out there? Oh yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. You know, like, um, and I have contacts in, in the UK. Like uh, Joey Legend, uh, he he trained with Edge and Christian, um, okay. but he lives in Germany. I mean, and he's and he's traveled the world so many times. He's been in. He's probably one of the most well traveled pro wrestlers ever. Um, so I mean, he he's been a great help as far as bouncing ideas off, and then just saying, hey. 
who should I contact here, here, here? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's something I've never done and it's, it, it's, it's just only to get my reach out there too. Yeah. So. To see. Yeah. That's, yep. that'd be cool. I mean, Oh, absolutely. You're branding well. So, Oh, thank you. You know, <laughs> we, yeah, you're doing is good. I liked, uh, you didn't have my size in the, you had like a cartoon version of you. Yeah. And that was a really good drawing. That was, I like that. Next, I like, yeah. next time I get that in stock, man, I'm going to save a size for you. Yeah. So. Save a, you save a big guy one. And I'm going to, I'm going to come to three, grab three that. X, right? Yep. Three X. You Give got it. Three X. You got a partner. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a one X in case <laughs> you were wondering. You know. <laughs> I don't care if you give him a shirt, but <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. How long did it take you to think of all that? The, the, you know, like when you went to when you went to the Bachelor, like how long did it take you to think of all the branding and the, all the, the? I guess it comes with the the well, persona. Basically, what he's asking is how long from when you went to the Bachelor was your aha moment, like time period wise. Um, I mean, it's it probably took a few months for for things to start clicking because, as as. The Bachelor, I have to wrestle a certain style. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, right. I couldn't wrestle how I did before as Big Bear. You know, like a lot of power type things. You know, as the Bachelor, I mean, I watched guys like Ric Flair, Rick Rude, Rick the Model, Martell. Those were my go tos as far as getting ideas and the and the psychology. Especially if I'm if I'm a heel, I mean, I'm I'm somebody that's not wanting to fight. That's that's right. the whole idea. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm. Loud, cocky, arrogant, flamboyant, but anything that, and anytime anything that doesn't that means, go my way, exactly. Yeah. Like I retreat. I'm a coward. That's that's the whole idea. Uh, it's more of an old school throwback type of idea. And if I'm babyface too, I mean, I can just change things up a little bit. I mean, right. I watch Jerry Lawler as far as how he works babyface because I mean he's 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 character too. Mm-hmm. But I mean he's all about emotion, fire, selling things right. like that. So I mean th- those those are my my references, my people that I watch as far as to get inspiration. And then as far as like merch ideas and all that, like I had a leg up on that as big bear. I mean, cause that's, I, I love designing shirts. I mean, I can't draw your single as big bear. I liked it with the bear paws and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You know, like I can't draw worth a damn, but I have an idea and I know, you know, good people that mm-hmm. are able to, you know, take my, my vision and make it into reality. You know, like somebody like Ben Harley who runs the Toledo screen printing factory. I mean, we've, we've been doing business for almost 10 years now, as far as like merchandise, logo ideas, you know, things like that. And then being around guys like, you know, Brian Castle, you know, like was a great help. Cause I mean, he's a merch machine too. Cody Diener is probably, he could open his own store. Like that's how, like, <laughs> that's how smart he is about merchandise. And I had to compete with him on shows too. Cause I mean, like he has a whole giant suitcase of not only t-shirts, but also like, like rally towels and hats and dog chains and things like that. It's like, well, damn, like, I mean, that's, that's a whole inventory, man. Like yeah. I got to compete with that. So and, yeah, that merch people people love. The I, merch. When I think about merch, I tr- well from our point of view, I try to think of things that people will hold on to more. I was told one time, and now it stuck with me, mm-hmm. like lighters and pop sockets and whatever. Right, the little things or bracelets and yeah, I love a bracelet. Mm-hmm. I, if I see a bracelet, I will put it on all, anytime. 
that's my thing. Benjamin Moon lighters over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not a smoker, but hey, that that could be a feel the fire for for yeah. the Zippo. You know, like like did you ever see like about 20 years ago, like WCW and WWE? They had like the Zippos. Like oh the, yeah, yeah. You you've seen those? Yeah, like, I'm I'm sure you can get those on eBay now for like 10 bucks or so, maybe more. I don't know how collectible they are, but I mean, I'm they sure might be. They 100% might be. they are. I guarantee they're. Oh yeah, especially it's like a kiss lighter, a kiss lighter, especially from back then. Oh is yeah, like fire. I mean, oh yeah, like especially how like like clone. I mean that that could be an avenue next for the bachelor yeah. bachelor clone. You yeah. know, yeah. I, you know, here here's a fun story. I did a, a interview with uh, Brian Alvarez. You know, right at the start of lockdowns, he was highlighting other. Uh, pro wrestlers and everything and he we, we we were geeking out about the nitro cologne so he said he would mail it to me but he still has it so <laughs> brian alvarez you owe me nitro cologne damn it yeah. <laughs> and since you're late send some to t-rope <laughs> yeah i stink bro <laughs> yeah you, you can't you can't afford a good shower come on man yeah dude jeez <laughs> man that man you, you've been doing it forever bro I saw Big ba- Big Bear wrestled Scott Steiner. Yes. You tapped out the Scott Steiner. The That's recliner. the coolest thing ever. I Thank said, you. wouldn't you? <laughs> so, so, like, I'll, I'll peel the, the curtain back a little bit as far as, like, how, how that Big match Big Papa happened. Pump, so, in case you guys don't know him. Yeah. Former WCW champion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you guys know Scott I mean, Steiner. You know wrestling. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, so, uh, myself and Brian Castle were on a, a tour in Newfoundland in Canada uh, for this promotion called Legend City Wrestling. And it was like a week and a half long tour. And the last two days of this tour, that's when they brought in people like Rhino, Scott Steiner, Roddy Piper. Um, for, yeah, because yeah, that was like the, because it was in St. John's. Uh, that That's the capital of Newfoundland. And uh, on the tour and everything, it was basically just other towns, you know, wrestling the, the local talent there, you know, great up and comers there. Um, and then like the last couple nights when that tour, it was like, like I was just not having good matches and things just weren't clicking. And I was like, man, like what the hell am I doing? Like this tour is going to be a bust, you know? Right. Like, but then like we got to, you know, we got to the building. Um, I was set to wrestle uh, one person. And then I think it was about an hour later, uh, gentleman named mike you know told me it's like hey uh has anyone gotten a hold of you i was like uh no like why it's like oh yeah uh plans change you're gonna be wrestling scott steiner now i'm like oh okay um <laughs> awesome Inter- internally marking out because yeah big 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 pop up pop mark i was uh still am and he's kind of local ish yeah well, he's from michigan sure yeah exactly he's close anyway yeah. right you know um <laughs> Very intimidating, too, you know, if you've never met the guy. I mean, right. have you looked at him? Yeah. So, right, um, exactly. You know, and, 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 and people, anyone that's known, you know, the history of the business knows his reputation, like, towards the end of WCW and how he was backstage and everything. And that's kind of how I approached it. It's like, excuse me, Mr. Steiner, sir, you know. and I think everybody, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly, you know. So, I mean, we, we laid out the match, and it was, uh, I mean, it was relatively easy to put together. But, I mean, again, still scared as hell of him you know yeah. i want to do right by him um and he had a valet of uh, one, one of the the females on tour um and we were set to go on before intermission i believe but uh the ring announcer i guess called intermission too early so we were right right up afterwards um and and towards the end of the match steiner he was set to give me like a top rope uh overhead belly to belly suplex i would have been fine with it 
But the ring uh, that they used for that tour was uh, <laughs> janky. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, which which actually worked out in her favor because as Scott Steiner was in there doing Polaroids of the fans, he came back to the back. He's like, "Hey, we're not gonna do the top rope belly to belly. That ring sucks." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, cool, perfect." You know, right, yeah. you know, we we actually were we had two matches back to back. I I think that that match might have been the second night. I don't remember, but uh, but man, such an awesome feeling, you know. And and after after the match, um, I got to the back and you know talked to Scott, you know, if, if everything was all right. And he's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it was everything was fine, you know. And gave me a couple, you know, pointers, you know, still relatively new, right. you know. So you know, you're you're not always perfect, you know. You're not perfect, you know. 14 or 15 years in, you know what right. I mean? But, I mean, you know more, but, I mean, there's always things to improve upon. 100%. Um, but uh, I think the the biggest confidence boost was approaching Roddy Piper afterwards and asking him, hey, Mr. Piper, did you get a chance to watch the match? He's like, oh, no, I uh, was talking over the, the Piper's pit. But uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Scotty, he came back in a great mood, and uh, – <laughs> Scotty's always in a bad mood, so uh, yeah. you know you you did all right, kid. You know? Yeah, like all right, you know. <laughs> you must have did something good right. in there. Right? I must have, man. You know, so who else? Oh, so you I mean, met. anybody that comes in in chainmail, chainmail, and looks like that has got to be mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a nice guy. He can't be a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. So you, so what I've known, you you met Rhino, Scott Steiner, and Roddy Piper. So. Who else have you met? Who's the cool? Who's in your opinion your favorite person that you've met through wrestling? Oh man, I mean there there there's just so so many. I mean there's, you know like people like like Johnny Gargano, like you know one of my trainers. I mean he's still the same person now as he was, you know when I when I when I knew him, when he was training me, right? Um, you know behind the scenes, uh, you know like Roddy Piper, he was just an absolute dream to meet. Um, and you know he, he treated to. Treated you as like a lost long friend, you know. Um, Those types you know, of people are awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, you know, like you know, Rhino, you know, somebody that took me under his wing, you know, like Castle too, you know, under under his wing, you know, go to shows, work the many shows, and just learn so much about the wrestling business, about etiquette, about life, too. Um, guys like you know, like in doing extra work, like John Cena, like. You know, just a great person, you know, so many people behind the scenes there that are just, you know, and just an absolute pleasure, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there, there's just too many, you know, right. <laughs> like yeah, not, yeah. not, not too many, you know, not too many jerks in the business, you know, well, I mean, there, cool. there, there, there's a few, but I mean, there's, that's good to hear from you because I've heard that the opposite at times. Sure. You know, and, and I think that comes with a particular mindset too about the business and, and how you view, you know, the business and the other people. And then, it, like, certainly, if, if you come in the business thinking that, like, you're owed something or, you know, you should have gotten this because of whatever, you know, I mean, you, you're, you're going to have a lot of negativity to spew about. But, I mean, like, I mean, I, I'm very fortunate in what I've been able to do, you know. Like, am I a guy that's on television? Am I a guy that has, you know, billions of followers on Twitter, Instagram, you know? No, I'm not there yet. But, I mean, being able to do this much in – in my tenure of my career, I mean, I, I wouldn't have figured that when I was in high school. Right. You know, like, being able to wrestle Dennis Stamp, if you guys have seen Beyond the Mat, um, 
the the guy that says, "Oh, I'm not Book Terry," you know that guy. Oh yeah. You know, like, you know, he's he's internet famous, but I mean, like, being able to wrestle him, it was actually his last match at AIW. You know, with Gregory Iron, one of my best friends in the business. I mean, how freaking cool is that? Yeah. You know, awesome. like being able to wrestle at a at somebody's wedding. You know, like that's, you did that. <laughs> that's sweet. Cool, that's <laughs> cool. Like, like one of the most fun I've ever had in the business. <laughs> you yep, know, that's sweet. Absolutely. I thought the boatyard that was a fucking awesome show. Oh yeah, I, mean, I was, like was, that too, especially with the COVID well, that, shit going on. That was our first live show <laughs> we've been to. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Of any. Of any wrestling. Of any wrestling. Yeah. Wow. Period. Okay. I brought my kid there for his first time ever seen wrestling. Wow. Like I grew up on it and stuff, but we had never been. We'd never seen it, it, and that was that was a lot of crowd interaction. You got it was cool. I just wanted to see Ryan. I'll throw that dude. In I the became water. a kid again. Really, yeah. honestly. And, and and that's and that's so cool to hear. Like no matter if you go to. Well, I mean, you can't really go to WWE shows right. now, but I mean, like, if you were to go to a WWE show or AEW, you know, a bigger show on television, like, you still have that feeling, but there, there is nothing like the independence, you know, being up close and mm-hmm. personal and at, at times intimate, you know, with the other wrestlers, you know, being able to meet them, interact them during intermission, after the show, things like that. Well, I mean, even that's, during the show, well, right. when Rhino's telling the kids to put up his feet and punch this guy. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, exactly. I mean, that's that's it, that's where you have you know like the most fun, and that's mm-hmm. where you get to see you know like the stars you know that that could be signed later on you know like at at those humble beginnings you know like plus I mean you, watching wrestling on a boatyard I mean what what better right. you know right, like, yeah. what could be better than that? <laughs> so how because since you are a nice guy, how how is it when going out there and you're you're being the 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 heel. My yeah, the heel. My my shit don't stink kind of guy, you know, walking out there. That how does that feel like when you're done? Like, like that's, shit. That that's that's our secret, right? No one no one else is gonna know that I'm a nice guy, right? <laughs> yeah. He's not don't, nice. Don't don't be <laughs> running your mouths. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh it's 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 fun. It's freeing, you know, because like I turn myself up more, you know, of my personality, but I mean I also Get to do things I wouldn't be able to do, you know, on, on a regular basis. I mean, like you, you can't. You get to turn like it at, at, a, at a grocery store right. or at the post office. You get to like turn that. it to a thousand. Yeah, yeah absolutely. To, that, that's what uh, Sam Beal said last night. Yeah, yesterday he said he, he, it's just you he take it, so. you turn yeah. it to your to the maximum, and th- and then. <laughs> whatever's past the maximum you know? yeah so that's uh you know to add on to that oh absolutely you know there, there's there's nothing more fun and more freeing you know to do that you know like like you saw you know me coming out lip syncing kiss by rose my entrance yeah. theme and then like picking somebody out of the crowd like i'm about to give them the rose and and be lovey-dovey but then at the last second nope you're not, yeah <laughs> you're not good on. enough yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you Tear up. That was the first time I seen him speechless. He wanted to scream, "Me, me, me! I want the rose." Yeah, I just didn't want it. He's like, he's like, (laughs) I couldn't talk. (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, I'm gonna tell this dude to come give this tattooed bandit a fucking rose, and I want him to give it to me. If you would have gave it to me, we would have wrestled right there. (laughs) There'd have been a fucking ding, ding, ding. Let's go, motherfucker. (laughs) But when I seen when I seen that. 
you took it away, I was like, oh, that motherfucker. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> but, but, but there it is, though. There it is. You know, like, that's that's my whole methodology, you know, to come out like that. Like, they, you know, some people might see them. It's like, okay, look at this guy. But it's like, okay, I can get behind this. But, like, yep. that moment, though, when that happens, like, oh. Fuck that, that guy, guy, dude. Exactly. Oh, my God. I want to see him get freaking powerbombed, dude. <laughs> yep, it is good. You, it, you know who I think is uh, the Miz is great at that. And and that's somebody that I think is underrated, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, and, and where he came from, like, he wasn't taken seriously because he came from the real world. Yep. And, you know, people find like, ah. I watched it from the beginning, from that point, and I'm like, this dude, if he can do something, and then I find out he did. Yeah, he's always a fan. He's always been a fan of him. Always been a fan of that dude. Dude, yeah, absolutely. You know, for I mean, he he's one of the hardest workers ever, you know, to go from the real world and go from just really not knowing the business and then growing and learning as much as he did. I mean, he became WWE champion. He main evented WrestleMania, yep. you know, like I from road rules, from road rules, yep. you know? So, I mean, that's from being the biggest heel in the fucking game. He, he, being cre- the biggest. he created that character yep. and, and made every, he force fed everyone. Yep. Right. You know, like that's, and that's another person I watch too, you know, and I don't think that he's talked about enough because of that, you know, like he is like, if you guys play or watch like Mortal Kombat, like he is the real life Johnny Cage, you know, Johnny Cage is You're my right. favorite You're MK right. guy too. That's who I, who I like to watch as well. That's crazy. You're right. Because that, I mean, every show needs the antagonist. Mm-hmm. Every show needs that. Absolutely. And, and dude, the other guy, uh, with a little bit of hair on top of his head when he came out. What was his name? Oh, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Yeah, I was like, dude, fuck that guy. Because <laughs> yeah, he sat fuck down. He guy. sat yeah, down in the crowd. Sat, yeah. but, but, then I, but right when I seen him sit down in the crowd, I was like, oh, I get it. He's just fucking dick. He's yep. bit, he's dude, bad too. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and Bravo, you know, of, of Impact as well. I mean, that's a guy that's been around for almost 20 years before he got into Impact Wrestling, you know. So, like, and it just goes to show you, too. It's like, you know, good things will happen, you know. Sometimes it takes longer for, for some people than it does for others, yep, you right. know. But like, Keep pushing. Absolutely, you know. So, I mean, I mean, in, in Bravo, he's just so good. Like Darren McCarty says, grind time, right? Exactly. Grind time all day long. There it is. <laughs> oh, dude, he was, he was, uh, Darren McCarty was like a little kid at his fucking first yeah, wrestling show, yeah. show too, because he was loving that shit. He was like, yeah, throw him in the water. <laughs> throw him in the water. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for those that, that weren't there, I mean, it was a, it was a very chilly day at the boatyard, you know, so if, if, uh, if, if he was throwing the water, you know, you know, he, he, he would have had to warm brutal. up pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I seen and there were a lot of nipples that were hard that night. Oh, boom! That's a tear up quote. No, yeah, uh, hard nipple crew. Not, not, not that you were noticing or anything. No, no. But... Yeah, um, <laughs> dude, my buddy lives over by where Rhino, his uh, boatyard is, mm-hmm. and I've been seeing him. And I'm like, holy shit, man! I really want him on my fucking podcast. That <laughs> seen he was having the battle at the boatyard, or I was like. And then he, he got us in. I was like, I got yes. tickets. I, I was as soon as I saw it was in Monroe. I was like, why wouldn't I? Right? Yeah, because I see I see Rhino I see, out there yeah. all the time working on his docks and shit like that. And mm-hmm. I just want to be like, hey, 
Hey, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm T-Rep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> because you know, I, I, when I was growing up, I was a fan of him. Oh, I, me, me too. Can't tell me when he, his music started playing. He walked out. Yeah, the WWE, you weren't like, yeah, dude, my, he's going to fuck this my dude My favorites up. growing up were the Stone Cold, The Rock, and then... Sometimes I liked Triple H and sometimes I didn't, but I loved Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels always. I liked he, that. He was, he was that. He was so cocky and he was little. I yep. still sweet chin music people. All yeah. that, all, you know? Right. I still use that move. I think The Undertaker is the best, best. And I like Rey Mysterio after that. I like The Undertaker. He just never resonated with me like that. Sure. Like, I, I give him all the credit. But he's always been yes. there. He's the always whole been there time. my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I mean, thirty years. I mean, even that's, when he was that's blonde. a hell of a run. No matter, I, where, I, I <laughs> no think he's the best of all time. Yeah, like he's the best entertainment, best of entertainment. Period. Any any sport, whatever the fuck it is, he's the best entertainer. I think I, I that's mean, your. That's opinion. just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and and I, and I think you know that that's a that's a very valid argument too. You know, for somebody that's. Again, you know, been there for thirty years, and he's evolved same dude. so much. Same dude, but then he changed to the bad, the biker badass, and went back to the same dude. But he always kept the gong. But yeah, sure, he yep. always kept that Undertaker. Yeah, gong. Yep. Yep. yep, you know, and, and so many classic matches, so many great opponents. I mean, hell, like right, r- right at WrestleMania this year, you know, when when the world was shut down, you know, him and AJ Styles, the Boneyard match, you know, like yep. the world was buzzing after that. You know, that's how a cinematic match should be done. Yeah, oh was, yeah. Was that, you know. Final deletion, you know, and Boneyard match, those those are up there. So, yeah, that's... one of my favorite matches is obviously almost everybody's favorite match is Undertaker versus Mankind, anything they did. Mm-hmm. Really. Oh, my God. Anything, yeah. Anything. Because mankind would let him do fucking anything, bro. Oh, you want to saw my arm off? All right, bro, come on. Mick Foley's one crazy dude. I think he's one of the best too. If we're if we're gonna go like, I would I would be super pumped if Mick Foley were to like even just shake my hand. I don't really fangirl at all. I don't even take pictures with people. It's just I want to meet you, shake your hand. How are you doing? But that dude, I'd might be scared to actually talk to him. I might not be able to find my voice. He's a nice guy. I know. Of, he, of, course, you know like, of course he you is. You know, like I, I've I've met him as a fan and 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 you know backstage at shows too and everything and just you know just a super guy you know and and so smart you know like mm-hmm. as far as I mean like yes he did a lot of like dangerous things to yeah. himself you know. But, I mean, so smart as far as psychology and about promos and character. I mean, he had right. three separate characters right. that he was able to work superbly. So, so successfully, yeah. And so. successfully, absolutely. You know, And not not to mention his <coughs> normal name, his Mick, Mick Foley, he, was, he wrestled as too. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is, that's, is that's, that his name? Yeah. Mick Foley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you silly ass. <laughs> <laughs> brain fart, no, brain injury. Oh yeah, breaking news. Breaking yeah. news. Mankind's name is Mick Foley. He's also Dude Love, and what was the other one? Cactus Jack. Cactus, Cactus Jack. Jack. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know about the Dude Love. I knew no. about Cactus Jack. Dude Love. I know more about Dude Loving than Cactus Jack. Oh really? Yeah. That's that's crazy, bro. So when are we gonna see you on uh, WWE? Well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully soon. You know, like. <laughs> I mean, I, I've done a lot of, like, you know, extra work, you know, and, and, you know, stuff there, you know. But, like, you know, like, that's that's what I'm working towards. This COVID, uh, COVID's just smashing all all your 
promotions pretty much, right? Right. You know, like I've, I've wrestled only a handful of times, you know, since, uh, since March, you know, but I would rather take the, the safe approach, um, to, to shows rather than, you know, risk, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, traveling every weekend. That's, that's my thought, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of like younger guys, you know, they, they do need to hit the road and work wherever they can do so safely, please. Yeah. You know, um, but especially, you know, for myself, you know, I'm working towards the future, you know, to further evolve the Bachelor character. Um, and I also have, uh, like, like, a talk segment, you know, the Bachelor pad, you know, that uh, right. that I'm I'm really going to be selling, you know, for next year, you know, because I think that more more shows do need to have, like, that buffer, that in-between, you know, of, of talking, you know. And plus, too, promos are so important right for, for the business yeah you know i mean if you're on television you have to know how to talk mm-hmm. so that's why you're there exactly you know and, well, I, and I, one of the reasons but that's well, why sure. you're at that point is because well, you're yeah exactly you know and and that's something that i would like to have pitched for shows for next year you know when covid's in the rearview mirror of of being able to do you know highlight other characters and get their characters over mm-hmm. you know because yes you, you can you can do amazing things in the ring but what can you do on the microphone? Right. You know, that's mm-hmm. the step. You have to be electrifying. Yeah. You know, you got to yeah. be electrifying. You got to say your prayers, brother. And that's the bottom line. What? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh, man. So you're going to do. Sean Woolley says uh, check out Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk FMW Deathmatch. <coughs> he Holy says shit. enjoy that one. Enjoy that one, boys. I believe they had the exploding ring. So, yep. You have to watch it. Yes. (laughs) He's a a Stone Cold fan for sure. (coughs) Who? Benjamin Boone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Stone Cold. Water went down the wrong hole. That's why I was coughing. You know? (laughs) Everything's safe, boys and girls. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. No COVID. No COVID. (laughs) None. Absolutely none. So <laughs> it, it's sad that you gotta. You, you almost feel like you have to say that. I have nowadays, to explain right? it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just I, had a tickle. I just had a tickle. <laughs> I, I I saw I saw a meme or something where like coughing became like the biggest offensive thing to do in 2020. You, you know, cover your fucking mouth, <laughs> sir. <laughs> That's crazy. So what? So what? You're using the uh, COVID shutdown times to grind harder in the gym and get your uh, stuff more fucking. Absolutely. Fine-tuned. Yeah, you know, like uh, like conferring with other people, like like the Joey Legends, you know, about, like, future ideas, um, concepts, uh, gear looks, things like that. Um, re- really emphasizing of what to say and what to do for future Bachelor pads that I will have on, on shows, things like that. So this is, this is more of, like, a break period to really sit back and unwind, you know, and I think that's been a, a great part an unattended great part of COVID, you know, is, I mean, you, you do need times to step back. You do need times to, you know, take a pause and think like, okay, what can I do next? What can I work on? Yeah. You know, let's also, work, yeah. Also heal my, a hundred percent, you know, you know, heal up my body, of course, you know, yeah. like, you know, like I, I you know, I'll still go to skull and bones when I can, you know, like whether it's to offer my insight, you know, roll around, whatever. Um, so it's not like I'm, out of ring shape, hopefully, you know, <laughs> but, uh, right. but, you know, because a lot of the comedians, we had a couple of them on here and they said that they're, the COVID shutting them down because they're working out is in, is public going and seeing what the fuck, you know, right. is this funny? 
you know yeah. so that's exactly it's, it's one thing to tell jokes in front of a mirror i mean but because you, you, you don't have that 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 instant feedback you mm -hmm. know like going to shows and plus i mean like i know you could probably do comedy shows on zoom but it's not the same thing no, yeah, you know? yeah it's like me sitting here talking to the camera there's a delay on that too. There's a delay, yeah, exactly. It's you like know, forty-five seconds, and then you might see some people comment, like "ha ha ha." Maybe comments, or you know, it's or maybe the reaction's not genuine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, but so yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can see that. Like you know, those in the upper echelon, you know, like your your Dave Chappelle's, you know, like yeah, absolutely, you're able to run shows. But I mean, right. it's it's Dave Chappelle, right? You yeah. know, that that's able to do. He that. could he could go live on his phone and have fucking thirty thousand viewers in twenty seconds. Well, didn't he do it at his house? He just did a special at his house. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Well, either in his house or yeah, like or, or some like property. That, yeah. yeah, in Yellow Springs, you know where he lives. But yeah, with with David Letterman, you know. So, <laughs> you know, and you got speaking tons of, money. of Dave Chappelle, Netflix took him off because he asked Netflix to take him off, like on the Joe Rogan show or something like that, and he's no longer on Netflix. Damn, dude. Yeah, on uh, on really Joe Joe Rogan experience. He has not to do it. I'm pretty sure I didn't haven't listened to the whole, but that's the gist of the story I heard. Mm. It's fucking okay. funny. Because I, I thought I, I was on Netflix last night. I thought I saw it come up. But maybe I mean I don't check know it again. Just, yeah, I'll check it again. That's weird, dude. I don't know. He he's a, he's a weird one though. He 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 got his uh. He got his fame and he he did all of his shit and he just like fucking fuck you guys. They tried to they tried to control the show and that's oh yeah, and right. that's why he quit. Yeah, and, yeah, and and I think that's it's great though that like he knows that much of who he is, you know, and and that that brand integrity though, where like having that third season and he saw of where the Chappelle show was gonna go and you know like like he's told that story of doing a sketch and a, a, a crew member or something was laughing, but it. It, it came to be like it was more laughing at him uh, rather than at the sketch, you know, that it was, you know, really cutting that line. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I'm out of here, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and it was able, you know, like he went to, you know, to Africa, you know, and really, you know, going to re really in isolation, you know, and then like reemerging, you know, like, you know, and, and I think that's a, a big part, too, of why he's so revered and why he's so good, too, is that like he's not constantly out there you know yeah. like he's he knows when to go you know to perform or or do something yeah, you know people, if people get stale you know, of you you know it's not, uh... you know like like not only stale too but also like <coughs> overplayed as well right you know what i mean like if if you're on it's it's the old <sighs> adage of like how can we miss you if you don't go away so um you know, like absolutely, you know, something like, and and plus, I mean, that's that's the day and age of where we live in, where like we see things constantly, you know, on social media and all that, you know, like you can open up your your account and you could see, you know, the the first few people that you normally stalk or see, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, all right, man, I'm I'm tired of of looking right. at his posts, you know, or why whatever. am I seeing this post for the third fucking time today? Yeah. Sure, yeah, exactly. It's Dude, like, I just had that happen to me today. I was sitting on the couch waiting for And it's for four you days old, too. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, why the fuck am I seeing this for the last eight days, dude? I don't even know this person. Right. What the fuck is this? I don't give a shit about your dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, you do. You love dogs. I cared. No, I cared day one. But the, th the fourth 
yep. fourth time you've because as soon as I see it, I'm it clicking off. Yeah, possibly shared. Yeah, like like <laughs> oh the, like the the dog parent thing. You know, that's become oh god. Like yeah, I've <laughs> yeah. grown at that. You know. Oh, dude, my uh, some of my friends actually his girlfriend and my buddy's wife. They dressed their dogs in clothes, man. Yeah, my girlfriend does that. I think it's weird. Beautiful fucking Doberman dressing her in clothes, bro. Get. Dude, I've got a husky, and she wants to dress my husky up. I was like, no, no she's already got two coats. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Do, doesn't need a third, you know? Like, hey, you know, if if, if, if that makes you happy, if you like yeah. that, cool. That's that's not my scene. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. We can be your friend even though we don't a- agree with it. Exactly. Shit, you know? Sam Beal. Sam Beal uh, matches his dog. I seen that. He's got a picture of yeah. him and his dog matching. Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> of course he's he a, does. He's a good kid too. He, he has, is, he has a good head on his shoulders. You know, and 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 knowing him with like where he started, you know, like he trained locally, you know, and and like I mean, I, and I saw the talent there, you know, right when he was starting, you know, but like just you know only working like local shows, you know, and things like that, and then like. You know, it took some time, but, like, really, you know, having that light bulb click and then, you know, getting himself in a great shape, you know, getting that awesome perm, you yeah. know, and, like... I think that perm is fucking beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. I haven't yeah. seen a perm like that since the 80s. It's it's back, man. Slow, so go. <laughs> so glow, baby. He came over in his croc. He came over in his crocs. Croc, croc. And, of course he did. Know. The 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 bush. Yeah, yep, crocs. The bush yeah, ones, yeah, exactly. That's Ex- what he comes to the, to the gym with, don't he? I, yes, yeah. you know. <laughs> Nobody needs ankle support here. Yeah. I don't care about my ankles. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, you know, but like I'm a natural. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like, you know, it, it, again, it it takes time, you know, for for things to click, you know, or, you know, discover, you know, who you truly are. And that's the beautiful yeah. thing about the no one's person has the same journey in pro wrestling, you know. Some guys might be signed a year in or maybe 10 or 20 years in, you know, like, um, I mean, as long as you don't give up and you keep on the grind, you keep believing in yourself and always yep. evolve, uh, staying true to who you are, you know, your character and things like that, things will happen. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, th- that's, that's, that's what Clint calls the synchronicity wave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, what's your uh, finishing move? Well, um, it's the the pedigree. That's uh, that's my finishing move. Yep. Um, you know, I've I've used uh, like as Big Bear, I, I used like a like a bear hug DDT in the past. You know, Ooh. like top rope splashes. You know, like I've become familiar with the top rope. You know, as a plate, so that like I think uh, maybe Big next guy year. with a five star. <laughs> that's right. I think though, maybe for next year, you know, bringing it back a little bit old school. Maybe I'll bring back the uh, the pile driver as Ooh. a finisher. So, dude, that would be good. Yeah, because so. I like the pile driver. Coming in 2021. My dad always, my dad always, uh, whenever we're fucking around, like, you know how it went up. Isn't that how Stone Cold broke his neck? Uh, Reverse pile driver from Owen Hart, yep, because he was expecting a tombstone on the knees, but then when Owen fell to his butt, you know, like, if you watch the match, Stone Cold's head was protruded out, anticipating the knees contact, but on the, but when Owen went to his butt, you know, that's when his head and spine compressed so but yeah you know mine would be safe you know but you know but you <laughs> know but but you know like my, it's my it'd be my favorite move in the ring and the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> the bachelor I, had to do it i went blue <laughs> um oh, shit what is your what is your all-time favorite move your all-time favorite like 
your favorite finishing move that you've seen? The stunner. The Stone Cold Stone Stunner. Cold I love stunner. that one, too. The Stone he, Cold he Stunner. Because he flicks them off when they're done. I like that. Even to this day, man, like, even if, if it's not, it doesn't have to be Stone Cold that does the move. And it, it could always be anybody. gets a reaction. Yep. You know, like, like Kevin Owens, you know, he's made the stunner his own, you know, and that's great. But, man, like, you know, if, if you're at a show, you know, if, if Stone Cold were to, if, if you threw him enough money and did enough convincing on, on a live show, and he gave somebody the stunner, that would be the the pop of the night. Mm-hmm. Would be that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. People would talk about that forever. You know? I mean I mean, God, like, I mean, they they brought it up, you know, when when our current president, you know, in the White House, you know, like when he took the stunner, you know, in Detroit, WrestleMania twenty three, you know, like not the not the best looking stunner, probably one of the worst, but you know, like there's that meme of like when, when Donald Trump and the McMahon family were in the in the Oval Office, you know, and like Stone Cold has stunned forty seven percent of the people in this picture, yeah. including the president, you know. Yeah. So you know, right. it has far reaching ramifications, you know. Yeah. It's entered politics. Yeah. They they roasted him on Comedy Central, the president of the United States. That, that right. it was it was crazy to me. My favorites were the stunner and the people's elbow. Yes, those are my. I, the, the, With just how slow he takes his. his yeah, he takes how, that off real how slow extra he was. I that, yeah, I love the rock love for it. how extra he was. I loved uh, right. it. You know, like like the elbow drop, simple elementary move, and and really the people's elbow on. On paper, in theory, it's a stupid move. Right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. The Rock made it, you know, and, and a showcase. No pun intended. A yeah. showcase, the most electrifying move, because of you know the slowly taking off the mm-hmm. elbow pad, throwing it to the crowd, He's sniffing he does, the air. Exactly. The build up yeah. runs the ropes, and then like right before he drops it, if he mocks his opponent or whatever, cool, and then yeah. bam, hits yeah. it. You're right. That, that that is a good one. But I like the six one nine. I like the six one nine of the good old classic choke slam, man. I'll fucking choke slam. I love choke slam people, dude. <laughs> Swanton bomb. That's another one because they're high flying little guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's what I looked at because I'm a little guy. Sure. So I'm I would jump off my couch onto my stuffed animals and do flips and shit. He actually he actually swanton bombed me like seven times in the pool when we were in uh Arizona just a couple of weeks ago. Oh we wow. Couple, about a month ago. Five star frog splashed him. I kicked him right in the chest. He, he, see what okay, we went into our wrestling match and I was like, We're just gonna wing it because everybody was out there. We were just like he was doing shows and I was like, You start running, I'm gonna jump up and then wing it. The plan was kinda to crossbody, but yeah. when it, when I actually went to jump It was feet first. All plans went out the window. Yep. And I just feet first him right into the chest right in his chest. I got up and I was like, Let's not do that again. <laughs> That's, that's because I, I, I jumped up thinking I was going to get a chest on my chest. I got two feet. Ooh, <laughs> you went for an old double stomp. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know that's, that's what happens when you Aerial call the ring. Double. You know, yeah. call it in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> call, yeah, we called it in the ring and fucking almost <laughs> fucked up. But, hey, we, co- we, we recovered <laughs> like nothing happened. That was fun. Just had a bruised rib cage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bruised rib cage and, uh, you know, a li- little bit of hurt feelings, too. Do you, so. I bounced right off of him, though, you know. <laughs> I bounced right off of him. Well, what are you trying to say? He's big. He's a big, yeah. He's, uh, him, he's not even that much. He couldn't move me. I mean, I'm crippled a little bit now, but he can move me now, but not Body before. positive. Body positive. Oh, well, <laughs> I, can, I can beat him up in real life. He can. 
Again, I, I got into a mar- <laughs> I got into a motorcycle accident yeah. in uh, 2018. Oh shit! Got, uh, took an out, burnt, burnt real bad. Got a fucking little bit crippled. That's my cane right there. So, oh yeah. wow! But no, I'm almost gonna beat his ass if I sit down. I can fuck. He can't do shit to me if I sit no, down. No, yeah. If he sits down, I can't. He throws me. If if I sit down, he turns into the little guy he is. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like how I should be treating him. And when I sit down, that's how uh, he's like. Dude, I'm not fucking with you when you're like this, dude. I can take him down. I can get him to the ground because he's only one-legged, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I see. You're, that, you're scrappy and dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretend to kick him in the But leg. I want it. I'm the one I'm the one that starts it. I want it. I want to see if I, 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 I... It's like testing the waters to be a man. Like, am I still a man? You know, he's got he's to gotta pick on someone half his size and to, to train him, you know? Yeah. You know, once I, st- once I start slamming his ass around, I'm ready for the real world. You know? I'll be hitting skull and bones up. Uh, that's right. You know, that's right. Open enrollment anytime. Right. That's fucking... It's funny as hell. Uh, I was, what was I going to ask? I don't know. That's your own brain. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, bra- brain jerk. You know, yeah, this is what happens. Yeah. You know, so I'll talk about a brain jerk, dude. <laughs> right. That was almost a Pee Wee Herman. Oh, dude, almost. have you won any championships? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've won a fair amount of uh, uh, championships. Like, uh, like this past year, uh, uh, Brew City Wrestling in Wisconsin. Uh, that's a, a legitimate world heavyweight championship because Steve Carino, when he was champion, he defended it in Europe. You know, so I was champion. Uh, for them, uh, for Prime Wrestling, uh, you know, tag team champion with uh, amazing Nate Matson. You know, if you've heard of the name, nope. uh, you know, we've uh, we we tagged for many many years as uh, Sons of Michigan uh, coming up, and even uh, locally promotion here, uh, Powerbomb Wrestling. You know, we were tag team champions there too as well. Um, you know, a fair amount of uh, like 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 uh, kind of like the Intercontinental type belts. You know, for mm-hmm. various promotions like uh, like this one promotion they had like a, a Mid Ohio belt. I was I was TV champion at a place that didn't have television. So uh, so so that oh. was cool. <laughs> right. Growing up, I never won like in my mind when I was playing around. I never wrestled for the heavyweight champion or the world champ. I was always an Intercontinental or the hardcore. Oh, you you boxed yourself in like that, yeah, you yeah, know. My only As one child, was the hardcore, hardcore and heavyweight championship. Because I don't remember a heavyweight, uh, like a world title champion until like like a little guy, little guy until like Rey Mysterio. Right. Like you know the games where you can make your own WWE and I was superstar. Like a teenager by then. Sure. You know, I mean, even like Macho Man Randy Savage. I mean, he was like five ten. You know, he was he was a smaller guy. You know. Yeah, I know. That's probably the smallest guy they had up until you know Rey Mysterio, you know, like that. Yeah, I thought about. Uh, I thought John Cena was way bigger than what he is in real life. I thought he was. I for what for when I was young, when I looked at him, I thought he was like fucking seven foot tall, and I was like, they that's what they're giving him matches to show, <laughs> to, so he doesn't get shown he's fucking short. I had John CD. So did I. Yeah. See, <coughs> that's right. I and didn't. and Macho Man's. I, really? I didn't know Macho I, Man had him. Be a man. Okay. It came out in 2003. I uh, I bought it opening week at a media play. You guys remember that store? Um, and I didn't see it in stores after that. But yeah, it's it's on iTunes. You can download it. Like he, I'm gonna look it up he, after today. One, one of his songs was a was a diss track on Hulk Hogan. So <laughs> oh my god, dude, yeah, that's awesome. Called yeah. Be a Man. You have to listen to it. It's uh, fantastic. I need to. I need to. That's awesome. Fantastic. I had those uh, the, the the entrance theme song CDs. Oh yeah. Uh, so did I. 
Honestly, one of my favorite entrance musics is is uh, the Brood with Gangrel. Oh, hey, right. Yep. I oh, yeah. I love like, that. And one, they one, just showed up out of the in nowhere in the fucking crowd. Coming up out of the floor like the Lost Boys. Oh, so I, good. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was my, honestly, those guys, when I started watching, those were the guys that actually were like, I was like, oh, my God. I have to continue to watch this now. And those oh. were the Edge. I mean, Edge uh, and Christian yeah, when Edge they were vampires? Yes. Those guys, before they were Edge and Christian, they were, but... <laughs> they were, but yeah, before... That's when they debuted. What were they called? Edge and Christian. Just Edge and Christian. No, but, when they, but they were the vampires. Brood. They were the brood. The brood, okay. Yeah. Gangrel was the boss, and he would come out with the cup of blood and spit it everywhere. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. That's up to, they're up there with one of the best I was, tag team. My entrance, oh, if I was a wrestler, uh, my entrance, I would show up in the crowd just because of them. Mm-hmm. It'd be a similar similar thing if it was me. Shit, I remember one where uh, Rey Mysterio comes out of the fucking... Like, out of the floor, yeah, but he yeah. jumps up, yeah. Booyaka, booyaka! Who's that jumping yeah. out the sky? R.E.M. <laughs> but it was, I think it was a pay-per-view when he jumped out of the thing. I was For like, the first time. Oh, my yeah. fucking guy is fucking crazy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one of my favorites, yeah. for sure. I, I liked him because he, uh, the best thing I ever did was I was rooting for him hard as fuck against the big show. Mm-hmm. And when he beat the big show, like, I could have fucking burnt the house down, dude. I, I was so happy. Super nice, too. The big, big show? The big show. Do you, have you seen his uh, his sitcom? Actually, Adriana, my daughter, who she's 12, was like, oh, yeah, the this show, the big show show. And I was like, what are you talking about? What that's why I know he has a show is because she was loving it. She loves that. Oh, show. I love it. It's I funny. Was like, what? It, yeah, it's a cool show. A little it sitcom, works. right? Yep, it works. It's a, it's a good one. Absolutely, it's nice. It's a little and, funny family one, you know. Yep. You know, and it just it just speaks to how versatile Big Show's talent is. You know, right. to be able to right. have his own you know comedy show, and and you saw that like when when. When uh, he was on Saturday Night Live, you right. know, they promoted WrestleMania 20 years ago, like things like that. Like, you know, he's he's just, he's just a naturally made, you know, showman. And, and you that's know? another yeah. thing. He made that because when he first come out in WCW that I remember, mm-hmm. they didn't really push him as a talking character. He right. was he was supposed to be a dumb, slow guy. You know? Right. I mean, I mean, he was a giant, you know, yeah. so that's that's. You know, a pretty one-dimensional character, absolutely. But, but then, like, he was able to he, yeah. to grow from that. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're right. A lot of, dude, like, a lot of these... Uh, <laughs> that was great. Right. A lot of, uh, a lot of them have made great careers That's out another of iconic going to the WWE. Entrance. But they movie. always come back to the... If you notice, they always come back to the WWE and fuck with Vince McMahon. It's like... Oh, we know you gave us the fucking opportunity because, like, The Rock still fucks with them. Like, yeah, I heard uh, the Undertaker and Vince are like homies, like best friends. Like, mm-hmm. I made money off that of you for thirty fucking changed years. Changed every one of their lives, of course. Right. You know. You know, like, like I mean, if you've ever watched like the documentary from uh, WrestleMania Thirty, where Undertaker, you know, he lost to Brock, but he was legitimately concussed. You know, and like after it was real, back, yeah. At when he, when he came when he came back, you know, and how like he collapsed and went to the hospital. Vince left WrestleMania to tend to him to the hospital. Like Vince has never done that before or since. You yeah. know, so that shows a level of respect and love that the two gentlemen yeah, have no for each doubt. other. Yeah. You know, so I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because didn't because didn't they say uh, Undertaker walked behind the curtain and then he actually like fell down? Something like that, I believe. Yeah. 
So something like that, and they took him to the hospital and shit. Mm-hmm. What, what move gave him the concussion? I don't know. Um, Brock Lesnar. Right. <laughs> Period. It might have been on the outside because there's a point where uh, Undertaker went to go boot Brock, but Brock caught him, and then like he pushed him over like, on the outside. If I had to guess, it was that, but who knows? So, I mean, because like, Undertaker's carrying on the best he can to match, but, I mean, for e- e- even if you have like, a good eye, you can tell like, he's not all the way there. Dude, so. Paul Heyman. <clears throat> They were when they were doing the fucking interviews or whatever, like like behind the curtain interview looking thing. He was like backstage. Yeah, he was like no, no, not like for anything wrestling. It was like behind the ropes or something. I got yeah, yeah, behind the ropes. He said he's like, what if Brock Lesnar went in there and ended the streak without even you know because he was he was still talking shit. Like I was like, dude, are you? Dude, you're talking to fans like you're being a real person when you're talking to your fans. Like, why are you fucking still jumping on, the, you know, stirring the pot? Yeah. That's what it is, man. And it's behind the road. It's That's not like. what it is. You know, it's not like you're, you're not working right now. He's why off, are you talking? He's yeah. off. Uh, his, his, you're never off when you're that high. I guess, you know. Like, what Remember what I told you yesterday? A lot of times, especially with a guy like The Undertaker, when the camera's on, it's on. Yeah. Period. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. No matter where he is, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's so so. Especially if that that's the dude that you're rolling with, he's gonna be the same way. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder how the Undertaker is as a person. F- From what I understand, he's great. I never met the man, but right. everybody, I've never heard a bad thing about the dude. Yeah, and, and and I think that the the documentary that WWE put up, I mean, showed a lot into you know. Mark Calloway, that's the Undertaker's yep. real name of yep. who he is, you know. So I think that's, you know, like, and, and, and that's that's great of how, like, now the Undertaker, you know, is retired from WWE, you know, and he's able to open up more in interviews because, I mean, for the longest time, he never did podcast interviews, you know, or anything like that just because, again, talking about protection of the brand, you know, and mm-hmm. brand integrity, you know, like, wanted to keep that close to the vest. That's why so, I thought he was the, that's why I thought he's the best is because he lived that character for a fucking long time. Did you see him on Hot Ones? I haven't yet, no, but that's I've heard that one. is that's a good one. <laughs> he, he opens up a little bit. Sure, yeah, you know, and uh, I, I got to check out still the the second round with uh, Stone Cold, the Broken Skull Sessions. Oh, yeah, him, I haven't you know? seen that one yet either. Yeah, yeah, so, but, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, Undertaker has enough stories to write several books and then some. You oh, know? yeah. So. Oh, my God. You know, like. You wrestled every every legend that ever came and through. And then some that you don't know of. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know, like one of the very few guys up until recently that – you know, start out in, the, in WWE, rather, you know, wrestling guys like Undertaker, or, or not, he is the Undertaker, or like Hulk Hogan and then Randy Savage up until mm-hmm. the John Cena's, the Roman Reigns, the AJ yeah. Styles, you the know. Rick Flair, he did Rick Flair, he all the way to fucking, yeah, AJ Styles. You Everybody. Know, that's 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 a that's a long period of time and a and a great list of talents that he's worked you, with. In order to be to the top, you have to wrestle the Undertaker. Right. In order to be <laughs> yeah. one of the top fucking guys, you have to wrestle him. And if you wrestle him at fucking WrestleMania, just know you're going to lose, but it was awesome. You know, <laughs> you, you, you know like one, one of my favorite uh, feuds 
that The Undertaker had was with Yokozuna, you know, going way back oh, yeah. in time with that. You know, Yokozuna, I would argue, is the best super heavyweight of all time. Uh, you know, especially for somebody that was five, six hundred pounds and moved the way that he did, you know. And now and that was his that was his prime, you know, from like nineteen. Wasn't he like five. the one with the blonde hair? Yokozuna? Yeah. No, no, no. He I mean he was he was the large uh it's actually Roman Reigns' is, uh um cousin i believe you know like but no like i mean very large guy you know uh you know was managed by mr fuji and jim Cornette. Oh, okay um, okay yeah, yeah yeah you know the bonsai drop and all that yep. um you know just because of how yokozuna moved and you know how well he understood his character but like the nuances too of like how like when yokozuna you know took out undertaker and then like when he came back like when the gong came off and how like he took a back bump off that it was so good <laughs> you know so good like I, I encourage anybody to go back and watch those matches uh with him you know especially since undertaker is working with you know a series of other you know bigger guys that are past their prime you know and just you know like like the giant gonzalez's you know like nice guys as they were just not the best talents you know but then right. like you know yokozuna i think you know really reinvigorated you know undertaker like that and then you know fast forward you know with kane and mankind and stone cold the rock and then you know working with you know the the giant yeah, he Cena, beefed the out Reigns. with everybody yeah you know his match with rick flair at wrestlemania was yeah. it's it's that's one of his better WrestleMania matches and the, the the moment too where Arn Anderson does the surprise run in and Spinebuster, one of the biggest pops of the night. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite matches was when uh, and this is this has nothing to do with the Undertaker. It's uh, uh, when the farewell when Ric Flair fought uh, Shawn Mar- Michaels. Shawn Michaels the farewell one and he he. he I don't want to do yeah, he was he was lining that bitch up, and I was like, "You're not gonna fucking do it." And then, I, then he said, "I'm sorry," yeah. and then he kicked her in the face. I was like, "No, I'm sorry, I love you." Oh, you shit on fucking Ric Flair. No, <laughs> I was oh, I was butthurt so I bad that happened until you said yep. that. But it was oh, it was good. Did, I wonder did did Shawn Michaels' eye really get fucked up? Yeah, he's talked about in interviews where I think it was like a match with Kane. I think it was where something happened. I mean, no, something. he busted him through the. What I what I remember is that he got busted. He got his head busted through a TV. Sure. And then that was what got in his eyes. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that was more of like a storyline thing. But I think it was like oh. in real life, it was a match with Kane somewhere. I, I don't think it was anything too serious. But like, yeah, like that, you know, shifted his eye. So. Okay. Yeah. He says, dude, that was storyline. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. Fuck, man. Yeah. Storyline, you're right. Relax dude. into the kayfabe, sorry. You know. Dude, I like the, my, my, one of my favorite beefs. Hey. One of my favorite beefs was, uh, uh, what's, what's. Shane McMahon versus Kane. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That when they one. did the, the uh, I forget, was it WrestleMania? It was the Headstrong, the Headstrong song. Headstrong, take you. Yeah, and, and, it, and when. Uh, fucking, came off the Jumbotron. He jumped off the Jumbotron to fucking break the, with the yeah. fucking elbow to break the ring. Oh, my God. I was. Bad Blood 2003, I think. Yeah, was, something, so. yeah. If if my memory is correct, but yeah, Shane O'Mac. Yeah, you know, you know, Shane McMahon, dude. You know, like somebody that 
it, like it, he's had great matches and he's done like so many inc- incredible <laughs> moments, you know, like the jumping off, you know, from the from the top rope, you know, through the table, the elbow, like the yep. like the the hell in a cell jump, you know, Dude, jumping so, over across the entire ring. Here to comes get the, the money. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Money, so. money, 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 money. Yeah. <laughs> the Vince, the Vince McMahon walk, dude. Smells like brand new money. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's fucking that. Fucking awesome, dude. Uh, you got uh, anything to plug in? Uh, yeah. So before um, we do that, we're gonna ask you one more question. Please, please, yeah. Oh yeah. We just started this yesterday. This is one thing that we were like, we're gonna ask everyone this. Okay. So if you you have one opportunity to tell the world one thing, what is it? Will you accept my rose? <laughs> Ooh, dude, I like that we started it with the with the wrestlers too. Because yeah. uh, oh, Sam was uh, Sam Beal was real cocky last night when when we gave it to him. That cocky piece of shit. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, plug you in. Uh, yeah, plug pl- yourself. Plug cool. yourself in, man. All right, man. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Benjamin Boone One, like the number one. I'm on Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Benjamin Boone. Um, as we mentioned earlier, uh, one of the assistant trainers over at Skull and Bones Wrestling Academy. So seek them out on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, if you want to be a pro wrestler in the Toledo area or even past that, sign up. Uh, be your own idol. Um, and then uh, li- Live Pro Wrestling, too. That's a, that's a great local promotion, too, that hopefully will start back up like everything else in 2021. Um and gentlemen, uh, I think that uh, that that covers all my plugs. You know, I do have roses waiting for you yes. once we go off camera. So, yes, dude, I'm fucking so happy. We're, dude. we're gonna hang it up right in the studio. Yeah, dude. Uh, Beauty. <laughs> yeah, you can dry them out. I got one dried. For, oh, I know. I'm, I'm a plant he's guy. A, dude. He's a plant guy for uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know how to dry them out and everything. Uh, my my cousin passed away, and he, he, oh, no, he we got him. Uh, colorful roses and i still got that fucking rose it's still colored and everything it's just dried out so i'll, I'll put them in here and dry them out man that, i appreciate that of course man uh that's uh that's it for episode what 35 30 fucking five dude uh thanks everyone for tuning in uh thank you so much i, I i'm glad i got to meet you man uh it's been fun have a good ass night